Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, I'm Scott Soshnick. And I'm Evan Novi williams and this is The Boys Are Back! Sports Business Podcast, The Sportacast. Back in the saddles again. <laughs> I mean, that's... I was thinking Thin Lizzy, Scott, but both uh, both work. Well, I go old school. I go old school. <laughs> very, very, very heartfelt. Thank you to Mr. Jacob Feldman for holding the uh, the world of Sportacast uh, Sportacast down while. I was traipsing around Rome and Dubrovnik. Eben, you were mm. trout fishing uh, somewhere in the hinterlands of Canada. You literally we had two like, very you different were off the grid. Yeah, you were <laughs> yeah. off the grid. You didn't even. You had no phone service, right? Zero. Out. Yeah, uh, yeah. Five days, no no cell service at all. I'm still catching up on news, by the way. I I found out that Dalvin Cook I, is a jet. Apparently, I had no idea. <laughs> I know. I was just sitting next to you, and I was like, oh, "How about this happen?" You're like, "What?" Yeah, I'm like, exactly. no, no, no. It was just, you know, we wrote. I'm like, we wrote it. I'm like, oh, you really were off the grid. I did my best, all my work. You, you know, listen, when you travel with a uh, wife and a focus group of one at 14, uh, I joked that I had 15,000 steps in every day before they even woke up. Mm, and and that, that is not hyperbole. I was up at six and they're sleeping and I'm like, hmm, what can I can sit here and read my phone? No, thank you. Or tiptoe out of, out of the hotel room and go roam, roam. That's so, the best way to see those cities, those old yeah. cities. Just oh, walk walking around. Through, I am yeah. walking through alleyways. I'm talking to exactly. shopkeepers. Exactly. I, you know me. I, I have no problem saying hello to people. Exactly. Um, same, same thing in, in Dubrovnik. I'm walking all over the place, walking through all these alleys of, of the old city. It was fantastic. And then I'd go back, and they'd wake up. We'd eat, and then we go do exactly what I just did <laughs> all over again. So I felt like they're turking. Oh, over here, down on your left, you'll see. So all good. Um, but we did miss certain things being away. Um, uh, to be honest, uh, we know you get the uh, the alert on your phone that says you have used what your your usage is up or down from last week. Whatever. Yeah. I'm very proud to announce for those who didn't think I could do it, uh, my usage was down fifty five zero percent from the previous week. Look at that. Yeah. The only time I was on the phone is where again I get up earlier before everybody and I stay up later than everybody, so they would go to sleep. Um, I couldn't put the TV on. That would wake everybody up. That is when I would sort of send some emails to everybody on the staff and kind of catch up on what's going on that day. So yeah. 50% down, I consider that a, a absolutely whopping success And are you feeling rested or no. are you feeling overwhelmed <laughs> No, <it's, laughs> now that you're getting back? <laughs> you know me. I always say it's a treadmill on high. But yeah. now, but I, I was on the treadmill as it was getting up to high. 
Now I stepped off the treadmill and nobody slowed it down. So now it is whizzing on high and I have to step on without getting thrown off. You know, yeah. you know the cartoons where you hit the wall. So that, that's where I feel like I'm, I'm stepping on and I'm at a running pace. It's not quite on the hill, but I'm on the running pace. I mean, we, I assume it's the same for you. We, we operate the yeah, same Yeah, we, we joke in this Canada trip that as we're driving out of the park on the way out, uh, in the car, we always hit this moment where everyone gets cell service at the same time. Ah. And then the phones ba-ding, just ba-ding, start. Ba-ding, 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 ba-ding. Yeah. There's just this silence that hangs over the car and everybody's like, okay, yeah, we're back to reality now. Mm-hmm. Uh, this really sucks. Uh, so yeah, as good as it is to turn the phone off for five days, uh, it is it's pretty terrible to turn the phone on after five days. Yeah, uh, I don't know where I was because it's just been all like, where was I when Messi scored the goal against Nashville? Okay, and... in, the, in the Leeds Cup final? Yeah, in the yeah. league's final. Yeah, but I'm just like, again, one of those moments, again, where I said, I just saw it on Twitter like two seconds after it happened. Yeah, right? Jacob and but, I had a long talk about this last week oh, okay. for folks right. who listened to it. Uh, yeah, the the I think depending on where you sit, either by good or bad, one of the things MLS and Apple have done uh, very effectively is get those highlights on Twitter yeah. ASAP, within within minute. Of, of goals being scored and Messi scoring quite a lot of them uh, within a minute of them happening. Yeah. You're seeing them around the globe instantaneously, whether you have Apple uh, TV or have the season pass or not. Now, are you changing though? Cause you and I, I believe at the outset, we agreed with the Adam silver approach was it's just let everybody have it. Just give it away. Let them have it. I believe you have started to soften on that stance and, and are perhaps uh, looking for a more restrictive approach or if you were, lord of the league uh you would have a more restrictive approach yeah i think that this depends on the hat i'm wearing i think as a fan i love the fact that i can oh, see highlights instantaneously without needing the subscription Who or cares needing about to be the on fans view what do they count they don't count for anything yeah, we're talking about the I, commissioners I and owners views if here. i was a commissioner i would be and, and again jacob and i had a little conversation about this where, where he mentioned some interesting pitfalls about this but i think that there is a potential business opportunity to monetize the the flash social media rights so not in perpetuity, but but in the 15 minutes after a play happens, I'm not. I would not be shocked if in the future that is carved out of media rights and sold separately. So only that. one outlet can show me the highlights in. Okay, for the 15 minutes after Messi scores a goal, the only place that has the ability to tweet it is Bleacher Report is X or Y. And if Apple wants to pay extra for that, great. If if not, it can go to someone else. If it's an ESPN match, but Fox gets the rights to the whatever it is, there's there's things you need to unpack. But I would not be shocked if in. Well, well, but let me ask you this: Hold on, future. hold on. How yeah. can you not include that package to the original rights holder? Well, this is the question, right? Because right now it's non-exclusive to the rights holder because the 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 mm-hmm. the, the videos you're seeing of Messi are coming from MLS. They're not coming yeah. from Apple. Apple's right. doing essentially nothing to promote it on the mm-hmm. social media, the videos of Messi. All of that is 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 MLS. Um, so right now it exists in this weird non-exclusive range where the rights holder has the right, the league also has the right, the team has the right. Something big happens, the three of them are kind of competing to get the clip up immediately, and, and then immediately they get taken in different directions. Um, I, I do wonder if in the future there's going to be something where the NBA says, we're not going to tweet LeBron's dunk within the 15 minutes that it happens. And neither is all. Neither are all these other media companies. And instead, one company is going to pay us for the rights to to, to have that to to show. Again, I'm not 
not saying this is definitely going to happen, but it would not surprise me if at some point the pendulum of treating social media as marketing as opposed to a revenue driver starts to swing towards the revenue driving side of the spectrum. I disagree. I disagree. Yep. Now, go back. remember, I, my, my relationship with Adam Silver goes back to uh, me heading out to Secaucus, New Jersey and Harmon, Bello, or Harmon Meadow Boulevard and doing late night appearances on NBA TV whenever there was a business thing. And there was this, you know, tall, skinny guy that nobody knew running the place. And he and I became pals back in the day. I just think he and I understand he's in a different role now. Uh, but at his heart, this is about the entertainment. And you'll, I think you get more benefit out of the hoopla, out of the buzz, and monetize that in myriad ways rather than just trying to monetize the event itself. I think there's a certain halo that is created by all that buzz that in the long run, you wind up making more money. Yeah. So that, yeah, you may be right. That, yeah. and, and let everybody yell at me, by the way. You know how disgusted I am at the, at the defense of Nashville. <laughs> I, I, I just don't understand. And I, yes, I know he's, he's the best player. I got it. I know. But if you watch that replay... There's a defender who is sort of facing Messi. The first, by the way, the first touch Messi that he, when he took the pass was not a good one. The ball got a little yeah. away from him. So you had two players helping on the inside, and yet the one defender who was, who was sort of uh, uh, furthest to the right allowed Messi to go to the left foot. Yeah. All he had to do was turn him back in, and there were two people there, and then he'd have to pass the ball and get out of it. I mean, yes, I am aware that he could have absolutely you know, dipsy-dude and still made his way through because he's Leo Messi. I got it. But don't make it easy on the guy. Take away the left. Anywhere near the box, take away the left foot, please. To, to our credit, Scott, before Messi played a single MLS game, you and I on this show had, a, I thought, a very interesting conversation about like what's the, what's the ideal situation here? If Messi just starts yep. pouring goals in left and right, at some point that says something about the league as a whole as well. I think you're kind of starting to see that right now. He has not played a single league match yet. It's, it's been League's yeah, Cup. Keep in mind, there's this, US everything Open is the greatest in the world well. for Inter Miami, except they're in last place. <laughs> they're in last place. And, and, and that, to me, is the, is the, the, the awesome, the, the storyline to watch in, in MLS in the second half of the season is how good is this team now? Are they able to get into a playoff spot there? If you look at the betting odds, Scott, they're the second favorite right now. Yeah, yeah behind, behind Cincinnati. Cincinnati. And they're in By the last, way, just, they're just last place with, in the Eastern Conference. Eben, think about <laughs> yeah. this. Think about this. When in the last 15 years have you been able to come to us at any point? And by the way, this is true of NFL and NBA, but because it's you know MLS and said, hey, who's the betting favorite to win the MLS championship? <laughs> exactly, and yet yeah. you and I, as if casually, were like, yeah, behind Cincinnati. You know, Cincinnati, yeah. of course, yeah. <laughs> I can't name one player on Cincinnati, by the way. I can't either. <laughs> I can't. There's, there's by, oh, by, also, by the way, Europe. also, yeah. by the way, focus group of one hockey season starting this week. Practice yeah. Tuesday, practice Wednesday. I am off to oh. Buffalo, shuffling off to Buffalo Thursday uh, for first tournament Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and some top clubs. But you know what Saturday is? Oh, Red Bull. Yeah. Leo Messi, Messi comes, comes to, to the Jersey. number one yep. media market in the world. Yep. Um, and I, I'm sending my wife because I knew it was going to be a big event. So we, we sending got, her. She's the sending my wife. The Sashnik my, my, <laughs> my wife loves big events. She's a U.S. Open. You know, oh, she loves the big, big events. Yeah. So she is grabbing a friend and they are going to um, Harrison to see Red Bull against Inter Miami. 
Is that the first MLS game for him? I be- believe it. It might even be. There's a U.S. Open Cup game at some point soon, and then I maybe this is an MLS game. Um, I should know the answer to that. But yeah, this is again. He's done all of this. He has not yet scored a single goal in in, in an MLS league right. match because he hasn't played in one in one yet. But the there is a fear I know among a lot of folks in MLS that. All of this messy attention happens, and then when it comes playoff time, Inter Miami hasn't there. made the playoffs, and now suddenly everyone's like, "Wait, what? What? He's playing so yep. well. The team's winning a lot, and, and they're not even in the playoffs." Uh, so I know there's going to be uh, there, there's a lot of people in the league hoping that this team turns things around and 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 makes it to the playoff uh, for, for, for sure. But and you we'll see if you that, and see I, if that happens. You and I are fascinated with him coming to town, any old town, and yep. we're like, "What are teams doing? How do you capitalize?" What are the superlatives? So we should say that absent, absent something happening with, you know, terrible with the soccer gods, we should have Red Bull uh, GM Mark de Grand Prix joining us for the next Sportacast to talk about, all right, how do you prepare for this absolute popularity train that's pulling into town? And man, them winning, it, it's just building to a crescendo. Then they, they win against Nashville in that fashion. It's just so much messy hype. It's unbelievable coming into New York. What a perfect scenario for MLS. I think this this has been a dream for for Major yeah. League Soccer. Again, we, we we can talk about whether him scoring too much undermines the the credibility of the rest of the league. But right now, he is he's pouring goals in. They they just won uh, the League's Cup title in dramatic fashion. Uh, the League's Cup is a is the inaugural season. It's the in season tournament between the Mexican Domestic League and the U.S. Domestic League. MLS put both teams in the final, Nashville and Miami, uh, which is a good result for MLS as well. I don't think they could have envisioned a better start to both to League's Cup as a as a commercial entity and to the Leo Messi experiment in Inter Miami. And again, now that that is in the rearview mirror, everything is going to shift towards uh, towards the MLS season. But I'm fascinated to talk to Mark uh, later this week, Scott, because you're right. Every MLS team that hosts Inter Miami in the back half of the season had this date circled on their calendar the minute it seemed clear that Leo was going to be signing in MLS. And there, there's a lot of different, and we'll get into it with him, but there's a lot of different things that teams are doing to capitalize on tickets that may have already been sold out, trying to free up inventory. What are their secondary market ticket partners what, what are doing? What is that trash can What's doing the there? Promotion? Move it and put it in a seat. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. I don't think that's, I don't think that's far off. Um, so yeah, but that'll be a fun conversation and we'll, we'll pick that up in, uh, in a couple of days. Speaking of fun, I got to tell you, and this is a little thing, got a little attention. Or I got some decent attention. But if you want to know why guys like Messi are guys like Messi, and it's because you need the, really, you need the totality. You need it all. You need for, to have people follow you the way and to be considered the greatest and the whole thing. Did you see after the game where he took off the captain's armband? I did see that. And he gave it to classy. DeAndre Yedlin, yeah, who had been the exciting. captain prior to his arrival. And much like the Stanley Cup, the captain goes and gets the trophy and lifts it. So you could see Yedlin. He, was, he almost didn't want it. But, you know, Messi, just the fact that he thought about, like, I recognize you laid the groundwork here. And then I, I'm sort of this, uh, you know, Johnny come lately. And so he gave him the armband so that he can lift the trophy first. Little things like that. Just the fact that he's thinking. He, he thinks about trophy ceremonies the way he plays soccer. He sees time and space better than everybody else. And that, that was sort of seeing the space uh, that, that his, his teammate deserved that. And I don't know how many athletes really would have thought of it. And, I agree with that. This is not yep. like gushing on him. It, it's just true. I don't know how many folks would have thought of it. 
and it is it does matter. The other players see that stuff. They see him shopping in Publix, and they, they say, hey, this guy's the real deal all around. Yeah, th- there's been some interesting stuff written. I'm sure we'll get more just about how insane the Inter-Miami season got flipped in the middle of this season, right? DeAndre Yedlin was the captain. He was maybe the most known player on the team yeah, in, in five sure. months US, ago. U.S. And international player, yeah. Suddenly, Leo Messi is the star, and he's brought in Sergio Buquets and, and Jordi Alba, some of his former teammates, and now suddenly there's huge names on the team, and now DeAndre Yedlin isn't the captain. He's not even the third most talked about player on the team. It's just the, the, the way in which the season got upended in good and bad ways, I'm sure, for players on this team, and Leo seems to be very, at least in little bits, like what you're saying, seems to be aware of that. That in a way that does seem actually very considerate and more than I would expect for uh, some, well, some big name athletes in, in similar situations. Is, is Ryan Reynolds got a crama crew rolling with this arrival of Leo? Have you? I haven't heard anything about that. Uh, uh, Apple has a camera crew rolling, the, right? So we're going to have the Apple life. documentary of the making of. Two. I think there's two in the works. Maybe one with Adidas and one with Apple. I might be wrong about that, but I I'm pretty sure one. there's I don't two. need two, but okay. I think you're going to get to. I think you're going to get two. I don't need uh, two. I don't need. I don't need combat. You know, there is definitely uh, Leo in Miami docu series is happening for sure, and I think is happening in, from two different angles. Yeah. Wrexham had a pretty good like what tie the other day. They were down like five one, and they wound up tying five five. It's like everything. Everything is going perfectly for anybody that's being followed with, with by cameras. Just the fact that you know that underscores just how great a job Ryan and Rob have done. Right? Yeah. That that's a fourth yeah, division yeah. Welsh soccer team. Then you're, you're aware of a, of a, of a season opening uh, comeback that they had that, that, that says it all in my opinion. Yeah. I, I never would have known about Wrexham results uh, come two years <laughs> yeah. ago. Uh, yeah. All right. You were away. I was away. And this was, Oh, this was one of the things where we realized like you really were out. Like you said something like, Hey, we should talk about uh, Harry Kane. <laughs> And Skechers. Put me on blast And I here, said, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I looked at all right, I'm like, what What team is he on now? He, he just moved. Right? And you were like, what? Like, you had no idea that he now plays in Bayern Munich. Like, yeah, he, former <laughs> Tottenham star. Uh, yeah, how funny is that? I, was, I, yeah. I love it that you were so off the grid that I knew. I was like, yeah, he's with who, Bayern now? And you're like, what, what are you talking about? To- totally missed it, yeah. Um, but a really interesting deal here. Yeah. Harry Kane uh, has apparently, for, for a lot of the preseason, was wearing – new Skechers shoes that were covered up with tape, so no one actually knew what they were. But he has announced uh, a, a deal with Skechers. Going to make a, they're making a soccer cleat, I, th- I believe, for the first time. Uh, this is one of big push by Skechers into soccer, and using Harry Kane as the as the expensive mouthpiece for it. But a, a really interesting the both soccer and mouthpiece. <laughs> It's a mouthpiece. One of the best soccer players, one of the more recognizable <laughs> soccer players in the world. Front man. Um, it feels to me like when Under Armour made its push into basketball and Brandon Jennings and Steph Curry were very early there. And when New Balance kind of rebooted its basketball around Kawhi Leonard, um, you, you learn a lot about companies when they get into a sport by who they choose to associate themselves with. And, and I think Harry Kane is an interesting one for Skechers, publicly traded company, um, but a, a company that has not been on the, on the soccer cleat uh, market. Uh, and, no, they, and were, they were on the retired old it. man market with Joe Montana and the uh, yeah, sneakers the, back the in the slip, day. The slip-ons. Um, yeah, yeah and, and Skechers has, they, they've grown their market share in some interesting places. I believe from the, a recent investor call, Pickleball is another big, um, yeah, which maybe sense. fits more demographically from what yeah. you're saying. But pickleball is another big uh, growth area that they see. Um, but yet another sneaker company that is getting into more specialized uh, sports equipment uh, moving forward. All right. I was really tired sometimes when you travel in time zones and all this, like you just 
messes with your brain. So I'm 99.999% sure what I'm about to tell you is actually true and happened. <laughs> so you're going to have to go look this up. As soon as we're done with the podcast, you're going to have to go look it up. I think everything we say on this show has a 99.9% No, 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 no. no. Like, because I don't it, know like, anything I re- 100%. I, I mean, I really re- remember it here. I mean, again, it was late night scrolling, I think, scrolling film. But if I'm not mistaken, one of our, our sister brand, Rob Report, I think I saw a story where it was something like the headline, like, put away the Sambas or something, where... What's kind of the cool new thing to wear are actually cleats with spikes. Like to wear. <laughs> like in social settings. Like yes, a wedding? Like I'm, go- <laughs> I'm going to the store. I'm going to put on my cleats. How can that be? Um, I, this blows my mind. I, I right, believe that you're right. I, <laughs> it blows I my mind you are as right, well. So did I absolutely dream this whole thing? Or did I really, re- I mean, everybody quick, go to robreport.com, Rob with two yeah, B's, robreport.com. I'm trying to Google it while I, you're talking. Uh, I can talk to you right now. Like, this is what I usually do with you. So I can, I can give you 20 seconds of me covering this airtime where you're quickly Googling like Rob Report, Samba's cleats, like, like comfort wear or, you know, outerwear. I mean, please tell it, me this so is true. It is. You got the wrong yes. publication. It's not a PMC publication. So, oh, it uh, wasn't Rob Report? Uh, it, was, uh, it was Vogue. It's it was time Vogue? To re- I don't read Vogue. How did I get on Vogue? It's time to retire your Sambas for a pair of cleats. Yes, 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 Seriously. yes. That was the headline. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so wait, wait, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Evan, where do I score for getting the, the, pretty much the story correct, but the we, publication We're giving you all, wrong. The, all the points, Scott. Yeah. Okay, okay, good, good, good. In my opinion, you were 100% right. <laughs> thank, thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But how um, bizarro is this story? Yeah, this is apparently a dozen pairs of classic black and white samples, a handful of iterations, Wells Bonner, Gucci collaboration. Yeah, go ahead and read on yeah, air. This, this is, is fine. This people is want to hear thing. this. this yeah, people are. Could you? But have, I, I don't know about you, but when I used to wear my old cleats, like to get out of the car in the parking lot on the cement, and before you hit the grass, there was real slip and fall danger there. Yeah, so I'll read, I'll read you a paragraph from this. This is, Please uh, this do. is from the author. It may seem silly to wear spike bottom shoes that <laughs> click and clack on pavement, but yes, bear with it me. Does. The aforementioned pair I saw, which were Pumas, I think, I saw downtown last summer had less exaggerated studs, which are easier to walk in, and the traditional leather with stitching makes for comfortable sneakers. One can go all out with a pair of seriously spiked cleats, like the Adidas Copa Mundial, or opt for an indoor cleat designed with shorter spikes. It's not the size of the spike that counts, rather. The trend is about adopting a more technical shoe into an everyday style. This wow. is insane. I, by the way, I great, have... Great addition here, Scott. This is, I, this I is a believe, great tangent. Yeah, yeah. I, well, think about it, though. Think about the market that is now open. If you have soccer players as stars, as celebrities, but now the market for the product isn't just sort of those at Dick's Sporting Goods who need a cleat. And the yeah. kid says, Daddy, Daddy, Mommy, Mommy, I want Puma because this player wears it, or I want Skechers because Harry Kane wears it. But now it's... Like, oh, I've got a party to go to next weekend. I need a new pair of Puma Spikes. This makes no sense. Where Get me Anna Wintour for the next, uh, for the next Sportacast. Uh, Mark DeGrand Prey and Anna Wintour. That's what I need because this makes no sense to me. I've got, like you, I've got a pair of, of, uh, of Total 90s, Nike Total 90s that are probably in style now. <laughs> I should dust I've those got out, a of pa- the, uh, yeah, I've got, out of the I've closet. Got, I think I've got Copa Mundial like, turf shoes. Should, yeah, I, should I wear my, what do you give me? Do I wear my Copa? Well, do I, we're not recording tomorrow. Should I do it Wednesday so I can lift? We can do this with Mark de Grand Prix and I can lift my foot up and like, look, Mark, this is, this is like I, a thing. 
yeah, you're put put the put the Jordans away, Scott, and, and start wearing the. Oh <laughs> uh, no, no! As you well know, these. I'm wearing my new sneakers today. My pre-travel walking around Europe sneakers, and the earnings were great. And you know, I like Roger Federer. Uh, you know, I, I became friendly with Roger covering yep. the all those U.S. Opens back in the day, and having to wait with a TV camera by the practice court. But I bought a pair on the recommendation of the salesperson. I bought a pair of on right. Mm-hmm. And I got it, and I was wearing the like Dick Sporting Goods Adidas cheap, you know, sixty bucks, whatever the hell it was. These are so, I, mean, I don't think I I think I would have been in much more pain had I did all the walk. I was twenty five thousand plus steps a day in Europe every single day in heat, and I don't think I would have felt as good as I did if I was not wearing these sneakers. There's a yep. commercial for on. This is really they are really comfortable shoes. I'm wearing on right now as well. You are? Should I lean back and show my on? Because my, hold on, I'm going to do it. Hold I'm going to break my this. groin I if I show yeah. my on. I'm going to put these, hold on, hold on. Because my wife says they were really, uh, when I bought them, she wanted me to go in a different direction. Okay. Right? She, but she wanted more She wanted function, cleats, right? full form over function. She wanted okay. form over function. And I, you know me, I do not care. I am all about functionality. Uh, why would I take a less comfortable sneaker because they look better? No, that's not me at all. I don't care. Hold on. Here they come. Ready? Wow. Look at that. No free ads. No, no free no, ads. Pretty cool. Uh, again, I'm not a stockholder. I do not own. No, no, no. I'm just telling you that I got these shoes and they were really, really comfortable. You will be hearing a lot about On, I think, in the next few weeks as the U.S. Open tennis event yes, kicks off. Yes, yes. Iga Swiatek, the the top-ranked uh, Polish woman, uh, is one of On's athletes. Roger Federer was before he retired, or still is, I guess, but is no longer competing. Uh, ben Shelton, one of the young Good, very young American men, a really nice crop of young American men for the first time in a long time, Scott, heading into this U.S. Open. Uh, but Ben Shelton is part of the on team as well. Um, I think it's the fastest growing shoe company yep. in the world, at least by some, by there, some there's metrics. There's only one thing you'll hear more at the U.S. Open. There's only one, one brand you'll hear more uh, at the U.S. Open than is on, it I think. Grey Goose? Grey Goose and the Honey Deuce. The yeah, Honey they signed Deuce. a long-term yeah. extension to the deal. Yeah, yep. the Honey Deuce is, is a pretty darn good drink at the U.S. Open. It is. Uh, Oslo uh, Police did a really great thing last year. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it was like up to 23 bucks or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something right I don't think they were there. too happy when she wrote that story last year that it far outpaced inflation, the price increases. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think we heard from the USDA that they were not thrilled with that particular <laughs> story. Sorry, but truth is truth, right? They were, they were really... High priced. <laughs> yeah, but they are good. They're, they are. If you go to the U.S. Open, I recommend, uh, if you're looking for a drink, I recommend. Uh, recommend All right, we've got, we got a little tangent here, Vogue and other, yep. but we did want to touch on our Harris poll. Uh, yep. how, what percentage of Americans are in favor of paying college athletes? Don't answer. We want to give all our listeners at least three seconds. What percentage of Americans are in favor of paying college athletes? Do, 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 do. All right. I would have guessed fifty-five. Yeah. What would you? Where, what would you have been before the results? What would you have? Guessed uh, I also. I mean, I would have put something right around there. Um, I, I would have said around half would would have been my guess. Um, okay. And and I guess we've given people enough time right now. Sportico worked with Harris Poll to ask this question in a number of ways across the country. Sixty-seven percent is the top line number. So essentially, exactly two thirds of Americans um, believe college athletes uh, should be paid. The, the results of this, which we we did a bunch of data viz with. Um, 
last week. It's shocking to me, Scott, because in an era of of everything in this country is divided, um, this is a totally bipartisan. It is age agnostic. It is race agnostic. F- it is fans of the Harvard gender Crimson share the same response as the share of the Alabama Crimson. Tide. Yeah, one of the ones that jumped out to me the most, Daniel Libet, our colleague, and I were laughing about it. But th- there's a question in there about: Are you do you believe that athlete college athletes should have a union and be collective bargaining? And 48 percent of Republicans said yes, and I'm not sure if there's a single issue that that 48 percent of, of of voting Republicans uh, are in favor of of more unionization. It's just a very interesting it's a very interesting topic that really seems to have very strong support, literally by any demographic that you cut it apart by. And, and the numbers are bigger than if you look at these polls from just two or three years ago. Um, all these numbers are significantly bigger than they were. So the I, I think part of that is is NIL. I think the ability for athletes to start making money uh, is opening up the door for more people to say, oh yeah, this seems right. Like this obviously is is, is the is the first step in what would be a, a more equitable uh, opportunity or setup. I think for college athletes um, versus what they had five years ago. Um, but whatever it is, conference realignment. There's a lot happening in college sports right now. The the, the professional nature of college sports, I think. Is has been laid bare in a way um, more obvious even than than a half a decade ago probably for a lot of fans. But whatever the reason is, um, the support for athletes being paid, uh, unionizing and collective bargaining, uh, getting a cut of the billions of dollars of revenue that they generate, um, all of those things are becoming more popular than less as we move forward. Do you think it's that we've had a very small sample size of all the sort of cataclysmic projections of what would have happened in a world where NIL came in? Like none of them seem to come true. People need yeah, to see it to believe it. It's it's a good point because for so long, one of the reasons the NCAA, one of the the pieces of evidence they gave for fighting more rights or, or more compensation for athletes was that fans would turn away. That they said right. that the, one of the things that They'll people view them really as professionals love, and that's it. Yeah, it all goes that, away. Like you strip the luster away, and now suddenly no one wants to watch college Once football again, anymore. And I'm saying I was right, Eben. That, I, the, when, that's when crazy, we said it all over, right? I, yeah. I said it forever. The brand, the university brand, matters more than the athlete. People go and root for the maize and blue. They root for the Penn State white with the stripe on the helmet. They root for Alabama. They love the crimson. It's about the tradition. It's about the fight songs. It's about the walk into the stadium. It's about taking your boat to Neyland Stadium and going watching Tennessee play Florida. Uh, I, it's that's, that's what that is the essence of college football. Um, can't speak to the others, but we're talking about the big money driver here. The essence of college football is the tradition, sort of the communal aspect of it all. And uh, frankly, it, these are, yes, of course, they know the names of the players and the quarterbacks, but nameless, faceless. It doesn't matter who is wearing, the, who is inside those uniforms. People are going and rooting for the institution. And it doesn't matter if the quarterback is making a million dollars from nope. NIL. That don't doesn't, care. Don't that care. Just win. Another thing that we did in this poll, which is also interesting to me, we asked fans how this most recent spat, again, we did this polling in the past week, uh, the, the most recent spat of, of conference realignment, if it was going to change their consumption of college sports at all. And again, overwhelmingly, I think about two thirds again, said that it would not. So what for, else are you going to do all on Saturday? Talk to your about- family? Come All on. the hand wringing about the Oregon and the Big Ten and and Texas and the SEC. Um, majority of college football fans say that they are going to watch just the same amount, if not more, of of college football or college sports in general 
in this new world of, 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 of nationwide conferences than it was in the more regional model we had in the past. So a lot of the arguments against some of the things we've seen in college sports in the past few years, when you actually ask fans how it's going to affect the way that they watch, consume, enjoy college sports, a lot of them are downplaying those effects. I would say the genius of college football is that the powers that be have got fans fully buying into the notion Every single week, there is the most important game of the season. Every season. I mean, week one, if you've got Michigan playing Penn State, oh, most important game. You got, you you know, my God, Michigan loses. They came with the Big Ten and blah, 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 blah. Then it's like week two. Oh, wait, you've got Alabama playing Auburn. Oh, my God. If they, you know, this one, the biggest thing. And then you've got, you know, Oregon playing this. Every week is the most important game of the season. Fox is Fox is currently promoting the the most the the, the most anticipated Week One matchup in in modern college football history. I think and, that's the exact phrasing they're using. It is, is oh, of course you, you don't know this, Scott. It's TCU oh, no. against no. Colorado, which no. is Deion Sanders, obviously, and there is some some anticipation around around Deion Sanders. But yes, the the the, the tagline on that I think is the most co- the most anticipated uh, Week One college football matchup in uh, in in modern times. I am not going to go back looking at Week One college football matchups throughout the years, but I don't think that's true. <laughs> Georgia played Oregon last year in one that was uh, was a huge one until Georgia blew the doors off of the Ducks. Um, but yes, there, there is a... Oh, I, didn't, every I, didn't bring year, my, I, I think If I knew point. you were going to do that, I would have brought my duck lips. <laughs> now that I know how to use them. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, you're right. I think there is, a, there is something that college football has. And I think the NFL benefits from it to a degree as well. There's just not that many games. And as a result, you just heap loads of importance onto each and every single one of them. Right. Right. And, and some of that of will change. Some of that will change with the playoff. If, as we get yep. to twelve teams, I think the the winner take all nature of a of a Michigan Ohio State game actually does change quite a bit. If it if it doesn't affect winning and losing, doesn't affect whether you make the playoff or not. Um, but again, we'll, we'll we'll see. And according to our polling, a lot of these changes actually fairly minor when it comes to how fans are going to planning to enjoy uh, watching these games on Saturday. I would push our last item to the next show. However, since we are probably chatting with Red Bull GM Mark de Grand Prix, I don't think it makes sense to be talking about the Golden Knights and their streaming deal with ViewLift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the the interesting part here is that ViewLift is a company that is uh, co-owned by uh, Ted Leonsis. Yep. So you know, I I love when Ted invests in things like Sport Radar, you know, early on, and that becomes. The you you know the the uh, the important thing in the sports industry so t- uh, double dipping whenever possible in all in all of this so credit dead early in on on uh, ViewLift and now you have the Vegas Golden Knights uh, monumental of course will will use it that's that's Ted's company and and his teams and uh, what well, they were they were AT and T Sports at Rocky Mountain yep. so um, rumor has it there are a few other RSNs. Uh, and teams that may be needing of uh, streaming services. So this, I don't think this will be the last ViewLift deal that we hear about. Yeah, I think that there was. It, it, I think we're going to re-enter because of a lot of these deals. That kind of a, a new wave of opportunity for companies like ViewLift. For, for a while, it felt like the streaming backend kind of tech stuff was was concentrated around just a few properties like Major League Baseball, uh, Advanced, Advanced Media, Media, and a few others. Um, 
but uh, yeah, I think it's it's now Delta Trey and View Lift and is it Kissway the one that the Suns were partnering with? I yes. think we're going to see yes. a lot more a lot more of these uh, of these tech firms pop up to, to to work with teams at least starting on a, on a local basis. I'm with you though, Scott. I think the most interesting thing here is that this is a company that is backed at least in part by another NHL owner, and I'm, I'm sure that exists in. In, in other parts of our industry where individual teams are, are contracting with companies that, 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 that rival owners or, or fellow owners uh, are, are, are investors in. But um, uh, definitely an interesting one, and, and I'm not surprised that Ted would be the one that saw, saw the vision of this future before. Uh, this is the one. This company, I think, also powers the monumental sports network. All right. I got, I got a sales meeting. Come on. Let's go. Wrap it up. <laughs> okay. I got a sales meeting. Let's go. All right. He is Scott Soshnik. Welcome back from Italy and Croatia. You can find him on Twitter at Soshnik. I am Evan Novi Williams on Twitter at Novi underscore Williams. The Sportacast is produced by Keith Zanardi and Aaron Greenewald. Shout out to both of them. Sportico's digital media editor, Cora Veltman, would like you to know that you can follow the show at Sportacast, which is the hub of the Sportico Media Network. Well rested and well done. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.